You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with today. This is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing everyone and welcome to Brothers Just Searching where we go ahead and study the word of God and talk about current world events to educate and to edify the believer of Jesus Christ. I'm your host Isaac Hayes along with co-host Anthony Hayes and Bo and Roban. Guys, how y'all doing and how y'all weeks been going? Oh, busy. <laughs> Good. Hot. Hot. Hey, we always say that. It, we're in South Louisiana, you know. And look, the other day the weatherman was talking and he said uh, the dew points are down but the temperatures are all going up. Well, that don't... That don't help. That don't help. That don't help. You know, it just... Well, at least we ain't got a humidity. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The humidity makes you really bad. <laughs> yeah, it makes you makes you, makes you want to stick your tongue out like a yeah, dog. Like, exactly. <laughs> so, but I'm happy that everything's going well. Well, Pastor Brandon had a good message Sunday morning, huh? Yes, yes, yes he good. did. So that's, yes, that's good. Did. I'm going to go ahead and leave my shout-outs with that. Uh, if you want to hear the message we was talking about, our church has a new podcast. It's you just go ahead and type up New Beginning Fellowship Church BB on your podcast platform that you listen to, either that's Spotify, Apple, or Google. You can go ahead and look that up, and you can hear that message. A uh, new message that he came out with is a series on Galatians, all one by the one. Great service this Sunday. And also, if you're in the greater Bro Bridge area, come check us out at 519 Parkway Drive. If you come on in, ask for brothers you're searching. They'll know who to find, and we'll love to go ahead and just talk with you and have a great time of fellowship with you and hope you would enjoy the service. Uh, Holy Ghost filled and we're, we're just ready to win souls. There's a little church that's just ready to win souls. Amen. Also, I want to talk about our associate pastor, Daniel Pena. Uh, Brother Daniel was a longtime guest here and he comes every so often and talks with us. His podcast is some messages that God put upon his heart and just to talk about current world events and get everything ready for the, the everything that's coming about in the world today. And his podcast is a good podcast to go listen to. Defender of the Faith, also on Spotify, Google, and Apple, and other <clears throat> podcast platforms that you can go ahead and listen to. Also, I did this a couple of weeks ago, and I just want to give props to my mom and my dad. You know, we do this podcast, but 50% of this podcast wouldn't be mm -hmm. possible without my parents. And I want to give them a prop in their company, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, here in the local area of Henderson and Bro Bridge. Louisiana, if you need any rocks and you're around that area, rock, sand, gravel, um, dirt, anything you need, just give my dad a call at 337-852-8043. Like I said, half of this podcast wouldn't be possible without my parents. And we want to just thank uh, Mr. Lanny and Janice Hayes, great, great, great people, great parents to us, great friends to Bowen, and just God-loving people. And if you can help them out, that would be great. But just want to give a shout-out to them. Also, I want to go ahead and give a shout-out to the sports show, Under the Lights. Jordan Taylor, one of my good friends and on occasion teammates. Uh, we go ahead and we play ball at the same park here in a local town. And this, this is a great guy all around, great, great friend. And he has his show, Under the Lights, where he talks about high school football and local sports around this area. He gets some real good guests on his show, and we're just proud to help him out. If you can go ahead and go like him on Facebook, Under the Lights. Go check it out. Great show, local sports show, and he's growing. Me and him had a good conversation yesterday, guys, and it was just his show is growing, and we're praying for him, and we're praying that the Lord bless his show, and I uh, hope that people continue to go and listen to Jordan Taylor and his show, Under the Lights. Also, I want to talk about my brother's new book, uh, The New Kingdom, 
with Liberty Man and the Evil Stone. That's a topic we're going to be kind of yeah, talking about uh-huh. tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, go look up his book on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Type in New, uh, New Kingdom with Liberty Man and the Evil Stone by Anthony Hayes. We also we have a link at the bottom of the description of this page. You can go ahead and look it up. And just a reminder, guys, go ahead, subscribe, and leave us a review. We hope y'all enjoying this podcast. We hope that y'all being uplifted, y'all getting educated, and that, you know, the Lord would just minister to y'all greatly. And just go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Also, go look us up on Facebook at Brothers Just Searching. And we, we go ahead, that's our Facebook page. We let y'all know when the new episode's out. We share new beginnings, Facebook lives. We go ahead and we, on occasion, give a a word of testimony or a word of encouragement to everybody so just go look us up great page on our part all right guys so you open up the bible and you might open up to a chapter in matthew mark luke and john and you read something called a parable now what was a parable a parable was a a heavenly illustration of something earthly you could say it like that in layman's terms and this, this parable, Jesus, parables used by Jesus to describe a heavenly thought or to give a spiritual point. And they're all through the Bible. And I believe only one out of all the parables Jesus spoke were true. All of them were not to say out of his imagination, but out of his thought process and out of his, you know, mm-hmm. the spirit of God just giving him instructions. Uh, but there's some people out there that, that talk about parables or there's some people that write books. Let's just say like that, you know, like, like brother Anthony, you wrote mm-hmm. a book That's right. and that came from a dream. God, you yeah. believe God gave you that. Mm-hmm. Well, there's people that write books out there. They're Christian or non-Christian. Um, and they're fictional books, something that comes out the mind. And there's some ministers out there. There's some that we love that say that you should not read any fictional mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if it's Christian, because it's not true, right? And it's right. not, it's not a, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's fictional. It's not real. It's made up right. of the imagination, right? And right. on this podcast, we're gonna go ahead and talk about that today, because me personally, guys, and we're gonna go ahead and open up the topics. If that's the case, Jesus shouldn't have done parables because none of, like I said, all but one, we believe was a true story. Right, right. So I'm going to go ahead and turn the mic over to my brother, Anthony Hayes, the mm-hmm. author, the, mm-hmm. the the guy that has more book writing experience than me and Bowen put together. <laughs> but um, but brother Anthony, you, you brought yeah. up this topic, and I want to go ahead and let you introduce, do the introductions and just talk about it. And why did the Lord put this upon your heart? Well, the reason why I'll, I'll talk about it, because one day, like you said, I was hearing a preacher, and he, he has a good ministry, and I, I don't want to mention his name because they have good ministry. They, they preach the cross, and they preach about the Holy Spirit. And, of course, we don't agree everything on doctrinal-wise. But anyway, and he said that one day. He said fiction was pretty much wrong. It was pretty much a lie. It's pretty much what they, some people try to say is, is of Satan. It's demonic and whatever. And he's not the only one I heard that. There's another great minister. He died now, but he even mentioned that. And so, but I want to make it clear today, the difference between good imagination and bad imagination. And uh, there's something I want to say, and I think it's going to clear it up, those that say that fiction is wrong. I think the way I'm going to explain it tonight, like I said, I don't agree with the certain individual. I don't agree with everything of his doctrine. But there's something he, I was watching a video one day. He was talking about a certain author. And this guy made it very clear. 
about why we tell stories. You know, if you look in the book of Genesis, God created everything. And of course, Jesus, well, Jesus is the creator. And God spoke, you know, and so on. But the thing is, we have to realize, now, I don't believe we're little gods. We talked about the word of faith right. thing not too long ago. That's and they believe that you can be like God, speak things into existence. You're a little God. I want to make it clear that's not what I am talking about tonight. But what I'm saying is we do have some characteristics that God does have because God created us. Think about it. We came from God. Adam came from God and we are descendants from Adam. So there's some things that God has we're going to have. Like, for example, God's love. We love. God gets angry now. Some humans do it the wrong way. Right. But still, God gets angry. We get angry. And I think one of the characteristics that I think we have that God put in every man is a creatability to create things. Well, it's just not It's just not an imagination, though, right. and storytelling. Look, it's uh, how many things. Yeah, yeah. Look, a painting, you know, I'm just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could, it could it look, Leonardo da Vinci, uh, you have all these great painters that. Oh, what's that painter that, on TV? He died now, but he has. he's white and he has a big afro. He was a Christian. Oh, uh, man. I forgot Ma- his name. Ross. Ross. Yeah, I think Ross. His name yeah, is. Ross. Yeah, it's Ross. amazing. Bob like, Ross. Yeah. Bob Ross. Yeah, you look yeah. at him, for example, I was watching him one day. <clears throat> And he has no picture of no mountain no, of nothing. No. You know what I'm talking about? I know what and you're talking just, about. He's a take. He said, we can do this with Oh, yeah. It. You make your own world. Yeah. And that's you make what, your and, own world. And he said that. And that's what he did. So when I looked at that, I was like, that's, I didn't call him God. But I said, that's something like God would have done. You know, that was in the mind of God. When he created the world, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I'm going to put a tree here. Or I'm going to put a mountain here. Yeah, and, and that that's and yeah. different. Yeah. On to the point what we talked about last week with yeah. the word of faith, you know, mm-hmm. they're saying we're gods. We're saying we have characteristics of God, you know. Um, God, I heard uh, Ken Hovind talk about that a while back. A lot of people yeah. say we're similar to monkeys. That proves evolution. No, that, no, that proves that we have a common designer. Well, you know, you yeah. look at any, as I was saying, painter or, uh, yeah. you know, anyone like Arch- that. Architect. Architect or anything. Mm-hmm. They're always going to have their little signature move right. or they're going to have their own... Mm-hmm touch to it that makes it theirs you get well, what i'm you saying gotta understand this is what people gotta realize like i was hearing a preacher saying well, imagination was wrong but he didn't fail to realize i don't know if he realized it or not but think about it the man who designed his church that all came from his mind right that right. architect that built his, his church i don't know how long ago it was but you gotta understand god put it in men to create now we create things that God already created. Right, See, we right. just don't, we just not like the word, of faith, the word of faith. People say we can just speak it into existence and we can create a whole new planet and this and that. No. What God already designed. We use we to use. create. Right. It's kind of like there's a joke that a, a scientist told God one day. He says, uh, he says, I'm going to create men just like you did. God said, okay, we have a competition. So God was getting some dirt and the man was getting some dirt. And God said, oh, no. You can't use my dirt. I created that. You gotta go go make your own dirt. So, so it's a joke, but it's the idea is that that makes sense. We create things that God already created. We just can't just create things out of modern air. God only can do that. But like, for example, we ride cars today, and the reason I'm saying that because it makes sense. What we're getting into. We we ride cars today. We ride planes today. We have a lot of technology going on today. Or a lot of things happen because of a man's imagination. God put that in men. Just like he's... We're doing like our Heavenly Father does. 
even worldly people don't realize that. And it's against evolution. Because if evolution was true, then why we have a creatability? Why we create buildings? Why we build things? It, just, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense. But God put that in man. So when you look at it that way, like stories, for example. If you look at a fictional story, when you're creating your own little world, kind of speaking. Or you're creating your own country or whatever. You're kind of doing kind of like God did. God created a planet. God created things. You're doing like God's doing. Now, you're not God, and no one's saying you are a little God or that, but you do have that part in you of God to create. Just like our old pastor used to say, when his daddy was a drunk, he said, I'll never be a drunk. Mm-hmm. He ended up coming a drunk. Yeah. yeah. So and and like I said, yeah. I'm going to bring back the point what we was mm-hmm. talking about earlier. Yeah. You were not little gods. That's plain no, as scripture. No, no. Because we have some characteristics exactly. of God. Like you exactly. said earlier, Boogie, mm-hmm. is... You you know, uh, love. We have love. You know now. Yeah, we have. There's there's agape love. That's the highest love of all. That's we right. don't have that. That's what God has for right. us. Right. But we got love. We get angry. You know, mm-hmm. God. God said, "I'm a jealous God." We get jealous. We get jealous. Uh-huh. So we have mm-hmm. some characteristics of our created being. Well, it makes sense because you come from God. You you should have. You came from your Creator. You will have some things that He has. Right. And so that's why it makes sense. When, you, when I was hearing that one day, I was hearing a certain individual talk about it. He was talking about that. I was like, you know, that would make sense. Like me, like when I was creating stories, I'm like, well, I'm doing like I'm not a God. But I said, I am doing some things God right. would do. And God put that in you. So I want to make it clear that that would make sense. It makes it more and more biblical when you think of it that way. And the thing is, and like, and I want to make sure one thing, like, for example, parables in the Bible, you know, God can do anything. You know, one day I was thinking, I was sitting down one day when I was doing, when I was writing my book, some of it was from dreams, some of it was ideas I had. Well, your first book was all dreams, correct? The one, the one I did, some of them was, and some of them was just, uh, some things that I studied and I like came up with, kind of like a puzzle, put pieces together historically wise and other sources, whatever, and just came up my own conclusion. When you're a writer, uh, most people, not everybody's a fiction writer, but most people don't realize when you're a fiction writer, you kind of mix a lot of things together. It's kind of like if you're cooking, and you're, you're kind of like a scientist. You're like, hey, I can mix this here, or hey, I can no, mix don't, don't, a Don't say thing. science is on. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah, a point. Yeah, yeah. It's like a good gumbo. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like a good gumbo. You know, a history of gumbo. Cajuns put us something, and then other groups said, hey, we'll put our little thing, and somebody else says, we'll put our little thing, and that's how you got your gumbo. So it's writing is kind of like that. You, you're mixing all yeah. kind of things in your own ideas. But the thing is like a parable, for example. I was thinking about a parable, and I was like, I said, Jesus is the creator. The Bible makes it clear that Jesus spoke everything into existence and stuff. And I was thinking, I said, you know, he can do anything. God can do anything. Jesus can do anything you can imagine. Only thing he cannot do, he cannot make people serve him. Right. That's one thing God cannot do. We know that for sure. Man has a free will. But I was thinking to myself, Jesus could have used any other means to get people's attention. But why he use a parable? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a simple, in, yeah. in, in my opinion of mm-hmm. that is, because yeah. remember he told his disciples that... Mm-hmm. It was for them to know the mysteries. They weren't know the mysteries. Right. And look, you, you see that a lot today mm-hmm. in storytelling. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to say simple-minded people, but people that, that don't know the Bible and look for the, the mysteries. It helps. It, yeah, it's a simple illustration of, oh, that's what... That's what it means. That's what it meant. Well, the thing is... It also fulfilled prophecy, It is. Way. And the, another thing I think Jesus... Why, another reason why Jesus used parables, because the Bible says Jesus... The Bible makes it clear that Jesus knew what was in the heart of men. He knows what men's thinking. He, so Jesus uses to get to people. Stories can do that. Right. And that Jesus wanted to get their attention. Jesus was trying to use their imagination. I, I can't, I don't know if the Lord had one or what. That's kind of debatable. That's something people debate about. But we, I know this for sure. And I believe that reading on my phone about it is that Jesus was trying to get them to use their imagination. He was mm -hmm. getting them to put a picture. You see, imagination is when you have something pictured in your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what Jesus was trying to do. It was not a call flick. It was, you know, Satan uses what God does. But, well, it counterfeits. You know, yeah, look, yeah, exactly. I'm going to use an example, and, and I've been doing praise and worship since 13, 14 years old. Uh-huh. You know, music. There's music out there, beautiful music, you know, worship mm -hmm. sure, music, sure. you know, moral music yeah. and stuff like that. But there's just some music that's so vile, so right. well, yeah. wicked and everything, and... A lot of people, you remember, music was not created mm -hmm. to praise the devil. It was used praise to praise, praise God. God. When the devil fell, mm -hmm. the devil took that and counterfeited it for yeah. his glory, which, yeah, yeah, have the music, a lot of worldly music today is, tells about drugs, alcohol, sex, and right. things and of that nature, totally right? Well, and it's it took, kinda, it's the same thing. Like, God created, I mean, the Bible's a story. I mean, from Genesis right. all the way from Revelations. So, Satan always takes what God does. That's why you have to be cautious when you study certain things. Because there's some people, you have to be careful because certain things that happen, Satan abuses it. So we got to make sure that in stories, Satan's also using it. Now, I know one day we're going to do a part two about the philosophy behind the stories. We're going to talk about that one day because that would be an interesting program. Talk about Because most people don't realize... What's behind a philosophy of a, of what if a movie, what if a movie and what is a music preaching about? See, we're not going to get all that tonight because that's a whole program. Yeah, in that's itself. a whole nother. But, but it's just the idea. And I, most people don't think of it like they, the philosophy behind a movie and a music. What, 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 I never heard of this before. And one day we'll explain it because a movie or a book will preach. It's like a preacher's but preaching behind a pulpit. People don't realize that. People just think every movie is just a movie. It's just entertainment. Well, and, and they don't realize that, yeah, there's nothing wrong with the action. There's nothing wrong with the fight scenes or there's some scene. Like me, when I looked at, when I was doing my book, there was a lot of authors and a lot of movies I saw. They had great fight scenes. They had great, it was very educational. It was something like, hey, this is something I can do kind of, but in my own way. Right. You know, but. What's bad is the philosophy part. And like, okay, that I do not agree with. So that's when you have to spit out the meat and eat the bone. Uh, spit uh, out, spit out the bone and eat, the, eat meat. the meat. <laughs> right. Well, so sometimes that, you know, that's another whole program in itself. But stories do have effect on people. I think it was, was it Aristotle or Plato? I think it was maybe Plato. I was hearing that today. Even Plato was worried back then. He said, he said, children have to be careful of what they listen to. He said, I'm scared, I'm scared that sto uh, storytellers are going to influence children the wrong way. And that was Aristotle, or one of those guys way back in the B.C. Greek eras. So if he was worried about how stories can influence children or people, you know, it's the same right. thing today. 
So I believe Jesus did that to get into the heart of people. I was listening, that's before Tim Mahay died, the one who wrote the Left Behind right. series. And he said that before he died. He said that he believed that fiction can get into the heart of people. And I believe that. Fiction can, fiction well, and stories it, can reach so much people. Well, and look, it takes me a lot to read a book. You yeah. know, me and you totally different yeah, in, yeah. in a lot of ways. But in one but way movie that... you watch... Yeah, well, it's just not yeah. a movie. It, yeah. To my point is, there's a book series I watch. It's not a Christian book series. Yeah, yeah. But I never read a book like that. Let's say it like that. Yeah. The book didn't describe what was going on. It described the thoughts of the individual in the book and listening oh. to everyone and see what he was thinking. Right. Now, that mm-hmm. caught my attention because mm-hmm. it made you feel like you were thinking that. You it were made there. Right. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it, was, it ain't a Christian series, yeah. but uh-huh. at the same time, it... it I was like, whoa. Well, I'll tell and you it, right it now. Made me go, it made me go into a whole other level of yeah. reading a book. Well, I heard a preacher say this one time, and he said, I said, some people won't go to church, but they will watch a movie. Right. And, well, and, prime and I mean, example of that, yeah. I have a few friends of mine that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was shocked when they started mentioning the Kendrick Brother movies. Mm. Uh Fireproof, courageous, uh, and they weren't saved, right? Well, they did. I found out later on there was some Pentecostals, but okay. I didn't. You know, I never thought, but they they was talking about a movie. But I had another friend there say, "Yeah, I know." And you're like, "Whoa!" You yeah, get what I'm be saying? Surprise! A movie can, a movie can do something. I'm not saying it works all the time, but there's something about a power, about a story, about a good narrative, a good story. You know, we talk about apologetics. I was listening to a guy, and I hope people don't laugh at me. I think I'm crazy, but. Out of all places, I found this, and it was very, it made me open my eyes. I was watching a, a behind the scenes of VeggieTales. Well, where is God? I'm scared. And they were talking behind the scenes, the people talking about how they made VeggieTales or whatever. Well, they had a preacher on there, and he didn't stay, he wasn't long on there, but he said something that makes sense. He said that the word of, like, the word of God, the way it was done back in the day, he said it was good, and it's still affected today. But he said one of the biggest areas he finds that's effective apologetic-wise is stories. And he believes that's one of the great things that's going to influence, that influences well, Ray, society. Well, Ray, Ray Comfort does it. And a lot of people, if, mm-hmm. you, if you connect it with Ray Comfort, Ray Comfort talks about the parachute. Mm-hmm. You know, the story about you give a man a parachute, yeah, yeah. he's going to make you ride more. And that's a story. A lot of people yeah, are like, well, no, but hold eyes. on. That's, that's, that's for witnessing tools. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. But it's still a story. I watched uh, I watched yeah. a good movie a while back. <clears throat> it was about a man and his wife. They were married, but the man was a, a reporter. Oh wow! And his wife, she got saved and she started going to church. And the case she, for Christ. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I tell you what, you want to talk about a good movie? I sat down. I watched that movie. I literally cried. Wow. And and and, and yeah. to you know. And what you're saying, Boogie, yeah. it's true. Yeah. If an unbelieved person, an unsaved person would sit down and watch a movie like that. Right. And really listen to what's going on and, uh-huh. and what's happening in the movie. I tell you what, a person could give their life to the Lord right there just by watching right. that oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Well, and look, that, 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 was based, that was based on a true story. That's based on a true but story. But I'm going to use the example of Fireproof. Now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Kendra Brothers, they're making their first based on a true story movie coming up. Oh, wow. Okay. But... Fireproof. It was. It was a script. It was something, and this is what I like about this. And when people say, "Well, you shouldn't have an imagination. You shouldn't read anything fictional or anything," they were in prayer for this. Not that mm-hmm. movie, but all their movies. They were in prayer and said, "Lord, mm-hmm. show us what you want us to talk about and right. give us a script." And they said they felt the spirit of God show them mm-hmm. 
what to write, what to do. Uh-huh. And Fireproof, they have a great part in that show when uh, Kirk Cameron was at the old kids camp and he was saying, how can I love somebody that don't want to show me love back? And his dad said, that's a good question. And he looked, it was to the cross. He yeah. said, well, no, it's not the same thing. That was a, that is a salvation a message salvation right there. Message. And there's no, there's no truth in that, but it shows it, a gospel right. truth. Right. And like, it's right. like a parable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It was a story. Well, the man who, uh, who's the man who started Flywheel and all that? I forgot. Alec Kendrick. Well, he said something. I was watching behind the scenes of Flywheel one day. And he said, what got him to start wanting to make these movies is when he heard his preacher preaching on the pulpit and he was saying how stories and movies have an effect on society. They do. They and do. He, that encouraged him. He said, wow, I want to reach people. And I feel that's a big way, a big way to reach people. Movies can, how can I explain it? Movies and stories, it's kind of like there's a crack in the wall and you're trying to get into that crack and you can't fit in that crack. But a little mouse comes in there Man, and he fit, in. he fit in. That's how a movie does. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not against preaching the gospel. Like, in, like I'm like, take example, Jimmy Swagger and them, they have a radio station. And, mm-hmm. t- and it does. I'm not saying it don't make a great effect. Don't get me wrong. I think it does. It reaches a big people. Well, look at this podcast. But I feel a movie, if yeah, it's done right, exactly. or if it has the right avenues and stuff, to me, in my opinion, I think a story can reach even way more than even a regular church can. You know, I was hearing today, the church is bigger than Hollywood. Now, people don't believe that because we've been taught that we're the small Christians with little. But did you know more money went to church charity than Hollywood? Mm -hmm. And matter of fact, I don't agree everything Mel Gibson in his movie. But did you know that's how he got his movie like he did? He worked with churches. Yeah. Because the theaters, they had a hard time. Yeah, he had a hard time putting in theaters and everything and stuff. But so what I'm saying is... If we Christians support like fireproof, support people like me or people who have good books and good films out there, if you go give your support, your voice does count. Don't make you think the devil think, oh, you you are small, you're a small little church, or y'all just Christians, y'all don't play a, an impact, or y'all don't make a difference. That's a lie. And Satan, Satan can keep you in that mindset. He, 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 you know you're not going to make a difference. Right. So I want to encourage people today, you can make a difference. The more people, like, like me. I'm just using that as an example. If more people would go and, and buy and support me, you'd be surprised how much people are like, hey, we're going to take notice of this. You know, if Christians would do what they're supposed to do. And you can make a difference in your world. And that's why, like, I was watching the guy in VeggieTales. He's right. He said he wants to make a difference in this world. He said, if I can make vegetables talk and tell people about Jesus through vegetables and make a difference, hey, I made some. I mean, now I'm not saying you're going to make a paradise on this earth. And, and you're going to solve every problem and every crime. I mean, that's not going to happen until Jesus comes back anyway. But what I'm saying is you still can make a difference in your world. We have so many Christians like, well, the end times is coming. It just don't pay really to do much. You know, it's going to be bad. It's going to end bad anyway. Yes, I know that, but well, you can still I'm, make I'm an gonna, impact. I'm going to say this on that part. You're still going to win souls. You're talking about impact and all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And agree with me? And, and let me know if your opinion, what it is. Yeah. God gave us tools. I agree. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it, it, look, this podcast, mm-hmm. this wasn't possible a few years ago. Right, exactly. Now there's millions of well, millions of podcasts. YouTube now. YouTube. They have the avenues, to get Facebook out. Live and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. God gives us these. Uh, now, don't get me wrong, like books. Mm-hmm. People argue, well, you shouldn't waste your time reading a fictional book. You should read. You should read 
biblical books and educational books, and I don't disagree with that. Right, right. I don't. Do but it at either. the same time, yeah, you you could still read a fictional book and get in. If that's the case, you can never watch e- a movie. E- look, I'm using an example: the yeah. American Gospel. A lot of yeah. people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people watch that show, and look, everybody's oh, you need to go watch the American Gospel. You need to go watch the American Gospel. Yes, but okay, would you just watch Christian movie, uh, Christian teachings, and everything? And I watch. Oh no, not I will watch a Christian movie. Right. Well, that is a story that came out of somebody's mind, not out exactly. of ten. Exactly. And and what people don't realize, even if the story is fiction, what but what people don't tell you a lot of times, there's still elements of truth in a fictional story. John like, Bunyan's book, The Pilgrim's it, Progress. Exactly. If you watch, I'll, I'm glad you mentioned. I was thinking about we know same pace. I was going to mention it anyway. But since we're on that part, think about yeah, it was a fictional story. All the characters are fictional. The giant is fictional. I mean, there's dragons in there. That's all. But fictional. there's a spiritual truth. But if you look at each character, you can see somebody in this world, like uh, worldly wise men. You'd be surprised how many worldly wise men. Now, are why are you talking there. about the word of faith preachers <laughs> like that? <laughs> I know, huh? But no, it's, it's the truth. And you look at that story, even it's fictional, there's truth still in it. Even the characters are fictional, the world is fictional, but there's still some truth in there. You think about it. You look at the giant despair. How many of us go through fear and doubt and despair? I mean, think about it. Even the giant is not real. But the situation that the giant symbolizing is real. So it's the same thing with the parables. That we know of, most of the parables were fictional. Of course, uh, uh, the, the, the story of uh, Lazarus and, and the, the, uh, the rich man. And the rich man. Some believe that is true. That is a true story. I believe it myself. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because the, the way Jesus did it, you could tell it was different. In the parables. It he was named names. That's why I say that. Mm-hmm. When yeah. Jesus gave a name, yeah. Jesus never gave names of anything in a parable. Right. But in that parable, he, he gave, gave names. names. Like so was you, a real account. That was a real, true story. That really yeah. happened. Now, you that know? one was true. Yeah. You could tell the way Jesus did. It was different. But the, in the parables, you could tell that was all fictional. Like the prodigal son. We yeah. not, I mean, we don't have yeah. it in our, our writings. We're just going to mention it. Everybody knows if you've been in a Christian church long enough or you've been in the faith long enough, you know about the prodigal son. Yeah, I think, now, it's, I think it's in Luke. I'm, yeah, but, but listen, go, though, think about it, though. Now, think about it. In there, the pigs didn't, there was no real, I mean. They didn't have no name. Right. Well, the people in there wasn't real. Right. The world wasn't real. Right. Everything in the whole story, none of the things in there were real. But. But it represented us. It represented us. Because exactly. you know, a lot of times I heard people say when, when they when they backslid, Christians that backslid or went away from faith and they came back, when they read the prodigal son, I heard, I mean, for years I heard multiple stories of people saying, you know, that was me. When mm, I when I heard been, the prodigal I've son. I've been down that road many yeah, times. You see, you see, a lot of people told me that they said, I seen myself in the prodigal story. Yeah. Like that, that was me. Yeah. Even, you know, so that's what a story does. It's kind of like a mirror. It shows you yourself. It shows you, like, when the character's in there, it's like you're looking at yourself. Right. Like, if you have marriage problems, like fireproof or things like that, it makes you look at your own self. And so, but that's what stories do. And matter of fact, I want to talk about one of the parables. If you go to Matthew chapter 13, and I'm going to go to uh, chapter 18, when Jesus is explaining the parable, he's talking about uh, the sower. And he said, Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. And he, he explains, he says, uh, when, in, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understand it not, 
Then comes the wicked one. And it says in my notes right here, Jesus uh, calms Satan to a fallen nature. Okay, And he catches away which was sown in his heart, and that which he received by the seed by the wayside. And when he, when he receives the seed unto stony places, uh, the same he, is the, he hears the word of God. And receive a rejoice, but yet when he's not rooted in himself. So I ain't going to go no further than that, because y'all can read it yourself. But Jesus right here explaining the parable. You know, he's explaining it. Right. This guy represents the devil. He is a lot of symbolism in the story. So I encourage y'all, if y'all go, y'all can go to Matthew and Luke. I think Luke has more. I think Luke just... Matthew has 23, I think, and if I read it right, I think Luke has 24 parables. Right. So Luke has more, but they're, but you can go to Matthew and Luke. Talking about the verses, they got 24 verses. No, 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 uh, uh, parables itself. Okay. All, that's all lining up with parables in each book. But, you know, you're talking about parables in the New Testament, mm -hmm. uh, but I got a book that yeah. I brought with me tonight. Yeah. And, you know, people never looked at it this way, but they got all kinds of parables in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. All kinds. I mean, uh, the book I have right here, this book over here will explain it to you, tell you where it's at, give you scripture to back it up, yeah. everything. Um, a lot of symbology. There, there, there's a parable in the in the book of uh, Jeremiah where it's the, what's the name of it? I forget the name uh, the of potter's, it. Uh, uh, is the powder, potter's house. No, it's the powder and the clay. Yeah, yeah, the uh, clay. yeah. When, when God told Jeremiah to go to the potter's house. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, that, that, that parable there is talking about you know, God putting people on a wheel and he molds people. Right. It's but it also, you know, I was reading in here, it's not just dealing with people, that parable. That parable deals with nations, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. Jeremiah also went and spoke to nations. And God mm -hmm. uses, God will, God can, can transform a nation. You know, if the word of God is get, gotten out to a nation, you know, I've heard it said that, you know, you can change the heart of a people if you put a Bible in every person's hands and you oh, get them yes. to read that book. Yes. You can change a nation. Right. You can change a whole nation. You can change a government. You can change the world just with the word of God. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it's the same thing with that. You know, Jeremiah was like the watchman. He, he, was, the, he was almost like the sower or the messenger. You know, and, and he just went, you know, he did what God asked him to do. So God used that parable to explain how he molds people or how he molds nations. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they turn to him, you know, and that's what that parable is about. But they got a lot of other parables in there. I mean, you, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised the parables that they got in there. I mean, it, it's unreal. And, that's, and, and look, Boogie, you said it earlier. Mm -hmm. And disclaimer, when we say boogie, we're talking to Brother Anthony Hayes. He, that's his nickname. We apologize <laughs> for that. But, uh, Boog, what you was talking about earlier, the whole Bible is a story, but they have these stories inside of it. Mm -hmm. You know, especially the parables. Mm -hmm. Like I said earlier, uh, all of them are not true except we believe one, right, which is Luke right. uh, 16, I believe it is, with the, right. with the uh, Lazarus and the rich man. Right. Mm -hmm. But... The Bible's one big. You get what I'm saying. One big story. The Bible talks about stories. You get what I'm saying. It yeah. talks. It goes into depth, and that's why I feel in my heart that, you know, we just brought some examples of parables, the Potter's House, mm -hmm. and the, you know, the sower and the seed. You know, mm -hmm. they they people don't people have to realize that God gives us something, and look, I some people are just natural storytellers, like me. Exactly. Like, you know, yeah. It's exactly. just it is God gives a special gift. Like this, one I want people to realize. You can be a fictional writer, you can be a songwriter, you can be a preacher. Whatever you do, 
God called you to do, you will have effect on people. That's why it's very important to know whatever God's called you to do and you know it. And like, because sometimes there's some people, God, God will just reveal to them, hey, you're a singer, you're a preacher, you're going to be a prophet or you're going to be this and that. But like in my case, I was really thinking God was going to put me in something else. I was grew, when I grew up all my life, people said, well, you're going to be the next Billy Graham. You're going to be really a mm -hmm. big, giant, big preacher. You're going to be like John Hagee or, you know, kind of yeah. something like that back in the day when John Hagee was a good preacher. So I thought all my life I was going to have a big, giant church and, and I was going to be a big evangelist or something like that. But I was going to be evangelist, but not the way I thought I was going to be. Mm -hmm. God put me in it. Like, if you would have told me when I was younger... If I was going to be a fictional writer or a storyteller... You wouldn't I, have believed it. I, I would have laughed at you. I was like, oh, you crazy. You smoking mm. something. Or I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm what you smoking. I'm serious. I never forget it one day when I was small. I was like seven years old. I remember I, um, one, um, I was looking at one of the books that my sisters had. And it was called The Heart of the Willingness. It was the, the, man, the lady who wrote the Love Come Softly series. Right. And uh, that was one of the books she wrote. It's kind of similar to Heidi kind of type yeah. story. Anyway... And I was looking at that. I was like, who want to write something? Who want to write a book? Or a book like that. I thought it was a boring. I thought it was big. So, you know, I just think, I didn't think nothing of it. And knowing years later that that's the direction God was going to put me as a storyteller. So you, sometimes you just don't know. But, but what made me realize, you know, sometimes <clears throat> we don't realize how much impact or how serious our ministry is. Sometimes like, oh, I'm just a singer. Or like me. I didn't take stories too serious. I didn't know how a big impact they made on society. Mm -hmm. I was, and I was like, oh, I'm just writing. But then when I started watching videos and I started realizing, man, movies, books, fiction, they do have a big part in our society and they do have power. We don't want to admit it as some Christians sometimes. I'm not saying they overpower God or they outdo God. Don't get me wrong. But they do have an impact on our society. Think about the days when... When, when TV had more morals. I know it's, uh, that's a whole nother program in itself, but like when they had the Lucy show and they had the, the, you know, all these old movies, for example. Andy Griffith Andy and Griffith, uh, uh, Leave it to Beaver. I mean, that was in the 50s and stuff. That's when the church had more effect on Hollywood. That's when, I don't agree everything with the Catholic religion, but it was the Protestant and the Catholic organizations, we disagree on certain areas, but we do agree on moral Moral issues. Moral issues. So we had a moral influence over Hollywood. And that's why these movies were so moral like they were because... Because of the church. Yeah, because of the church. And exactly. And look how... I'm not saying it was perfect, but look, people were... I'm not saying everything was perfect, but you know, people were still decent. People right. still had some some innocence about themselves. But now look today, look yeah. at the movie industry since... Because the church has no more impact on it. Exactly. We left it, but thank well, God... Well, we lost a lot of moral we impact. We lost a lot well, of moral impact. Well, thank God. Now, thank God, people like Flywheel and, and Cloud, well, and you know, that's some people go are to, coming back. That's going to go to know. my next point I want to talk to you all about. Yeah. Is the story itself... Because you mentioned it earlier that, that... Yeah. You can have a good story. Right. But do something wrong with not that right. or put the wrong philosophy, wrong philosophy and right. i'm going to use yeah. mm -hmm. c.s lewis right for example mm -hmm. the line the witch in the wardrobe the nadia series they made three movies right. on a day right. right. c.s lewis wrote these books and a lot of people were like this is a christian book because right. the line represents christ mm -hmm. and this 
But if you, if you, even though I never read the C.S. Lewis yeah. books, the, right. the Naughty series, but I watched the first movie. Right, I did. And too. there's so much occultism mixed yeah. in with that that book. Yeah, right. And it has a label of Christian. Now, right. that I believe if you're going to read a novel series mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you're going to read a, uh, a fictional right. book, right, right, make sure it got the right content. Well, or in the right message in it, right, especially right if, if you if you go ahead and read a, it's mm-hmm. so called Christian book, mm-hmm. right? Because look, I mean, you Flywheel, and we we bring it in movies at the same yeah, time. It's because yeah, it's a good story. You get what yeah. I'm saying? But Flywheel, you know, yeah, Flywheel did, didn't have enough money to make it off the ground. God bought that. That's how oh, I know yeah, that yeah, was blessed. Yeah, yeah, God did that. But yeah. the story, uh huh, had a spiritual. It was a fictional story, yeah. but with a spiritual. Impact, impact on well, it well, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was a good story and god used that story to touch many lives through flywheel and made yeah. made this ministry grow so as believers we uh, we need to watch what we read because uh-huh. it will influence you like right. now i want to get i'm glad you kind of mentioned the chronicles of nadia now there are some things that i do agree with nadia and there's some things i don't and I'm not telling people not to read it. That's between or watch the movies. That's between them and God. Now, like for example, when they go into the wardrobe, if you read the first book, I think it was uh, the nephew or something like that. It's been a good while, but one of the books, Nadia was created like in Genesis. The lion roared and everything came into existence. So you can tell that there's some like even in my story, for example, I have a part where the teens. They go into this place, this uh, this this world, whatever, and Joshua created it. So me and Lewis, we went to the Genesis account, even the Lord of Rings in some parts. We went to the Genesis account when God created but, the but world. The, but the but thing, at the same time, what's bad about that, when people see that, they say, oh, then it's totally Christian. No, no it's not. You that, that's, sure. what, that's what yeah, I was going to come up to, to a everything. point because, look, we talked about Word of Faith last mm-hmm. week, guys. Right, right. And... Mm-hmm. How much word of faith preachers mm-hmm. preach the truth? Right. You know, we look at the bad side of it, but, mm-hmm. you know, I bet if we sat down mm-hmm. and watched any word of faith minister, let it be mm-hmm. Joel Steen, Todd mm-hmm. White, Kenneth Copeland, mm-hmm. I bet we're going to hear some truth in you it. You'll hear some truth, but they oh, twist yeah. it. Right. right. And that's what, a, that's what, yeah. that's what's bad about some stories. Like C.S. Lewis. Yeah. C.S. Lewis put. Christian principles right. and some biblical truths in there, uh-huh. but he went ahead to the world and twisted that with that biblical truth right, and said right. it was a Christian book. Right, right. And like I said, look, the line, look, when I watched the first movie, the mm-hmm. Disney movie, the yeah. not, uh, Naughty the Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe, yeah. you could see, like, the part where the lion laid down his life right. for for, the, for Nadia, Jesus, right. yeah, that right. was represent um, that that was a good biblical truth. Right. But at the same time, there was so much poison mixed in right. with it. it, right. it what well, well, to me, in my but, opinion, what I had trouble when I did watch the Nadia's show, the thing I and that's one of the reasons what made me write the book I did, because I noticed when I went to the Christian bookstores, I saw Nadia and I saw I, I felt like they didn't preach. Like, in a way they did, but it was, a, I call it the silent treatment, the silent preaching, I call it. Like, for example, I believe when you read a book, like, for example, when you read Pilgrim's Progress, Jesus is mentioned, the gospel is mentioned, the Bible is mentioned. When somebody watches a, quote, a Christian film, like even Fireproof and all that, 
you are that per, you, when you make a book, it's be like if you're going to church when you're watching a movie or you're reading a book. It's like a preacher preaching behind a pulpit. He's telling you, hey, this is how, if he's witnessing to the lost, this is how you get saved, mm-hmm. you, you know, and this and that. Now, is the, if is a book, the book is the book Christ-centered or man-centered? Exactly. Well, the thing is, this is my point is, is that if a, to me, a Christian movie or Christian book is supposed to lead you to Christ. Now, there's some family shows where it's just made for Christian families. And even then, I think they should mention God. But when the thing is, when you shy away from the gospel... Because that's your whole purpose. That's your evangelism is to reach. Like I said, I don't disagree, I disagree with Billy Graham on some things. But one thing I did like about Billy Graham's movies, for sure, he, did, he was not ashamed of the gospel in his movies. When you watch, you can tell they told you how to get saved and everything. So I think if a Christian book or movie, I heard a preacher say this one time. We know him. He's from Mississippi. We had our disagreements with some things. But one thing I did agree with him on, he says... A song and a book or anything entertainment should should preach. Right. If it don't preach, you shouldn't listen to it. Well, I look at it to sum it up in one thing. Yeah. Anything that a person does, it should be Christ-centered. Right. Right. Everything. Right. It whether it's a book, whether it's a movie, Music. whether it's preaching, whether it's singing, whether it's... I don't care what it is. If Christ, if Jesus Christ is not in the center mm-hmm. of that, of mm-hmm. whatever you're doing, if Jesus mm-hmm. is not the focal point, mm-hmm. it's not good. It's not because good. a lot of people, a lot of people in this world, and if you look at society today, mm-hmm. and I work at a, a gas station, I, I watch people, I see people. People are miserable in, out here in the society we live in. Right. All right, but this is the thing: a lot of times, Christians today, there's a lot of Christians today that are doing things, but Jesus is not the focal point. No, nope. they focal pointing on themselves. Right. It's about me. Right. It's about myself. It's about you know. It, it's not about Jesus Christ. Right. It's not about the one that hung on the cross. It's not about the one that gave his life for the sinner. Right. That's what this is all about to sum it up. And, and, and the thing I want to say is before we close, because the Bible said you got to expose the work of darkness. Now, there's sometimes, because I know I do that, sometimes when you're a fictional writer, it's not that you're being inspired by the devil, but there's sometimes there's things you have to show people about evil. Like, for example, if I'm going to talk about a witch, I'm going to show, like, in the biblical perspective, from a biblical point of view, I got to show people witchcraft is evil. I have to make a story to show them how dangerous it, it is. Well, that's, that that's, exposing, so, that's exposing, yeah, exposing darkness. So, but with C.S. Lewis <laughs> and some of these writers do, I feel, yeah, they expose good and evil. They do that. But there's some things I feel in their philosophy that they adopted. Like, for example, C.S. Lewis, and if you watch, and that's a whole other program in itself, but C.S. Lewis and a lot of your, like, even your Disney movies... Like, uh, what they portray is that there's a good witchcraft, there's a white versus black. And, like, they try to see there's a good white witchcraft because you're doing good for people. And they're the dark witchcraft. And and that's what I feel like in the Chronicles of Nadia and a lot of, even your Disney movies, that's what they do. And the Bible's totally against both. So if you write a book, mostly if it's Christian, you got to expose both sides of the witchcraft. I'm I'm going to say this on on books, watching what you Mm -hmm. read, because... We already yeah. made the, the the point that we're not against In fiction, no fiction novels or I'm someone creating. It, right, fact, me too. Yeah. Um, but I also believe you should read materials 
uh, Muse, for example, and I quoted on this podcast already, Todd Stern's book, Culture Jihad, where he right. talks about mm-hmm. how yeah. the culture educational in America books, has gotten... That's, that's an educational book. You get what well, I'm saying? It's kind of yeah, like but, me. It's kind of like me, But, but there's nothing wrong with that, but you should read it, but at right. the same time, there's nothing wrong with uh, stories. Yeah. Okay, you're talking about books. You're talking about, you know, Christian books. You're talking yeah. about writings. People write. What, when you study the Bible, don't you use other material of people's right. writings? Exactly. You're right don't on that. You, uh-huh. you know, like me. I got all kinds of books. I got commentaries. I got other books. When I study this book, yeah. I'm not just using the Bible. Right. I got other other resources that well, I go see, to. And that, and that, they're not and arguing with that. They're not arguing with that because you're studying saying, truth. Though, but, it's just a point. Right. Well, well, it's like you can to... learn the same thing from yeah. a, a writing like Boogie does, or, or somebody else writes a book. You can do the same thing; yeah. it'll lead you back to right. the Bible. Well, it's like me, for example. I like movies and documentaries. Oh, I love that. I, I like yes. fiction. So, yes. majority of the time is fictional. It depends what you watch, but I like to watch both. One's educational, one's just entertainment. Yeah, entertainment, exactly. So I, that's how I look at it. Now, there's some people they love history, you know, and they just they don't like fiction. That's fine. Right. That's them. But me, I like I like both. I think you can learn from both. Right, you can, you can, and that that's the thing, you know that that I see about about fictional writers, and you know, there, there's nothing wrong with that because first off, it's an imagination. You right. get, you know, like I was talking about that book, or that was really one of the first books that I read that I got like into the character. You get what I'm saying? Right, exactly. And then there's some books like you know, I'm gonna quote. Uh, I'm reading The Duck Amanda Family right now by Willie and uh, mm-hmm. K- K- uh, his wife, uh, Karen Robinson. Right. And uh, Corey Robinson, not Karen Robinson, Corey Robinson. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about their life. It's talking about history, talking about how they came. And it, basically their testimony. And I'm like, wow, that's a good book. You get what I'm saying? You get into that. Yeah. But if you look at both of them, they both have a meaning to it. You right. both can get into it. And there's right. nothing. Me personally, I feel there's nothing wrong with that. Now, I feel... Like like we said, we have to watch what we read. Sure. We have to watch what we watch uh, watch on television. Um, but God can give, you know, we quoted it earlier, Pilgrim Progress. God can give someone's a, a talent. That's a right. talent and something to to write. Right. With a spiritual meaning to it's it. It's a special just, gift. It is, I mean, it's not that you're better than anybody else, but that's one of those gifts. Some people have it, but not everybody has. God gives a different gift to everyone. And this God, there's some reason when you're born, God just puts a certain gift in you. And it's like if, if you're planting, like when I was landscaping, we plant flowers, you plant into the ground. It's kind of like, like God does with us with certain gifts. God puts certain planters, he plants certain things into us, a seed, a gift, you know, and everyone's different. And, you know, right. and, and, God, and whatever God gives you, you will, you will influence people, big or small, one way or another. You mm-hmm. will, so that's why it's important. When you like in my case, when I was writing, I had to think about it a lot. I had to study what does the Bible say, or can I use materials that's not even Christian? To, how can I do this? Like for example, I was reading Trick Track one day, and they exposed their cult. And so I read in the Bible. The Bible makes it clear you expose the work of darkness. So sometimes, you know, you have people that criticize you, saying, "Well, you shouldn't use anything of the devil." Person, no, I'm exposing what Let, the devil is doing. Let's say that that's a big because, difference. Could we do that here? Look, we had the yeah, teaching on Roman Catholicism. Exactly. We had the teaching on Jehovah's exactly. Witness. Exactly. Uh huh. You know how we had to know what they taught? We, we had, had to go to look go at their material. Their materials, right? We had to go look at it and compare it to the Word of God to say. But that's from a there's biblical a, there's perspective. A big di- there's mm-hmm. a big difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With exposing the darkness. 
and accepting and going it. into the darkness and cutting off your light. Exactly. Right. Big de- or, There's or, a big or, difference. Or you're, making in that. It, you're making darkness innocent, or you're making right. it like like t- well, example, Jesus said, remember, remember, Jesus said, yeah. What do you do when you light up? Do you hide yeah. it under a bush? No, no, you put it upon a, on a, a on a hill yeah, or a pole. Where light up everything. That's what, and see, that's the thing. When we go ahead and try to cover our light mm-hmm. with the things of this world, we become just as dark yeah. as the them. But well, we have to yeah. leave our light open. Well, just like Harry Potter. Harry Potter supports witchcraft. Man, that's what it's. Uh, that, that's it, what the movie I mean, is. Versus white that's versus black. That's nothing but witchcraft. It, but that's my whole point. Like there, see, there's a big difference when you're promoting something evil, but when you're showing people evil, hey, don't go there. Right. That's a big difference. You're yeah. doing it from a biblical and you, perspective. You, you won't believe this, but there's a lot of people that like Harry Potter movie that are Christians. Oh, yeah. You'd be oh, surprised. yeah. 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 They don't see there's a lot, and they don't see nothing wrong with it. They think it's okay. And I'm but like, that's the well, biggest witchcraft well, look, movie look, they got. Look, yeah. and we're going to have to close on this point. Yeah. Um, the the Avengers movies. Now, look, Boogie, Boogie mm-hmm. me and you, we watched all of them. them. Yeah. And... I, I like those movies, but do you know how much darkness that is in occult? there? Now, look, I remember yeah. the Lord telling me to get rid of them, and I didn't realize why. But, mm-hmm. dude, there was so much occultism in there. If I watch them, it's one. You know, I hear all these people talking about a good story. You know, all these people, oh, we're not getting the new Black Widow movie, or we're not getting this, we're not right. getting that. I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, if, if, they, if they say the whole thing is canceled, up, oh, it's canceled. I'm not worried. Well, but the thing of it is, there's so much darkness in those movies because... First off, it's men centered. You know, it's 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 not one big supreme ruler. It's right. the men that like all men or other gods across the universe right. is a self centered. Right. But and that's a whole program in itself. Yeah, we can go. But yeah, can talk but about you get that. what I'm yeah, saying? That stuff like that. And the Lord, I don't watch him. If I watch him, I watch him one time and it's done. Right. But as for Harry Potter, the only thing that I would maybe. I would dare to put it on, and it would have to be by myself and not in my house. It would have to be the, the study it. So, yeah. but all right, guys, that that's that was a good topic tonight. Oh, I like good it. topic, yeah. good talk, guys. I wanted to, uh, well, brother, just searching audience. Just want to, uh, as always, continue to pray for us. We um, we love talking and we love sharing our thoughts and opinions with everybody. But uh, we need help. We need help. And I was praying today, and and I asked the Lord. I said, Lord. Expand this podcast, let people listen. But you know, we can't do it without Jesus and the Holy Ghost. And that comes by prayer and fasting and reading of God's word. And if you listen to this podcast, please lift us up in your prayers that the Lord would encourage us, bless us, help us to to understand his word so we can present it out and teach it the right way. Or even current world events to give us a right view of the current world events. And just just keep our country in your prayers this week of this podcast recording. They're doing the Democrat National Convention. Uh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> uh, then next week's the Republican National Convention. We're about to have an election in this uh, this nation. Pray for us. Let's say it like this. I'm not going to say Trump's right or Biden's right. I have my personal opinions on that. But whatever one gets in there, there's going to be a consequence and there's going to be a benefit. You get what I'm saying? So just keep us in prayer. Keep the country in prayer. Keep us in prayer. Pray for our church. We'll pray for everyone that we gave a shout out to. And y'all just have a good night. And remember to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And also share on Facebook, Twitter, or any other social media platform that you want. Until next week, Brother Bowen, Brother Anthony, see y'all next week. Mm-hmm. And we'll y'all have a good night. And God bless.